To right, starting off the Warriors with Jolie Hamilton up high. The clop, a pull up from the free throw line and drains it. Oh, wow. Not necessarily known for the perimeter shooting, but she comes out hot. Two to nothing. And a steal for Kennedy Cleveland. Two to nothing. Mohawk trying to add to the lead. It delayed no good. And the rebound tipped out Cook. Out to Bose. For the Senegalese Tigers. Depinette in the front court. High off the glass. No good. And Klopp's got her for his board. Emily Klopp, who's a tremendous rebounder and shot blocker. In fact, she's second in the N10 in rebounds at nine and a half a game, only to Kirsten Cook. Her Senegalese opponent tonight. In the lane, Kennedy falls down. Ball taken away for Senegalese as Brooke Bordner brings it up for the Tigers. High left side to Cook to the right point to Depanet with the Tigers trailing it two to nothing in the early moments of this district semifinal. And along to right side for Depanet and it goes down to tie the score. McKenna Depanet, the leading scorer for Seneca East, averaging 15 points per contest. Ties it to two here. Almost get a steal and it is completed a steal for Amelia Bowes. Back for Seneca East. Depanet using a Euro step, getting around Klopp and two quick Baskets for McKenna Depanet, and then the ball goes out of bounds off Bordner as they were trying to inbound at Mohawk. The Warriors keep it with the score four to two, Seneca East. So Bailey Sheets on the inbound to the baseline in the backcourt to Hamilton across the timeline, reaching in. Bordner gets her hand on the steal ahead to Depanet with the layup, and it's good. Three straight hoops for McKenna Depanet. It's six to two. Seneca East. Oh, and they get a steal. Depanet inside. Lamp goes. Eight to two. Seneca East. Well, the Warriors, they've got to be careful here. McKenna Depanet just taking over here early. Mohawk with the ball. Whistle as Jolie Hamilton falls down. Personal Brooke Bordner. So that's the first personal call in this game. Goes to Bordner of Seneca East. Sideline inbound, Sheets to Hamilton for Mohawk, trailing it 8-2. to two. No more than two minutes gone by in this first quarter of the district semifinal. Little Willard, right corner, it is Bailey Sheets working on the cook. Goes around the screen and slipped there by Cleveland. Bounce pass to the left side. Hamilton threw her hands and out of bounds. Just a loss of concentration right there for Jolie. And can't afford to have too many of those elapses against a team at the level of Seneca East. So Tigers with the ball, all right to left, score eight to two in favor of Seneca East with three, th- 5.34 to go in the first quarter. Oh, and in a pickoff there for Hamilton. Right back for the Mohawk Warriors, a left to right. She's one who could take it all the way, cut off by Usley. Up high. Oh, and a shot blocked by Depanet from Cleveland, but Mohawk keeps possession. Sheets is open with a high left three, in and out, offensive rebound, Klopp puts it through. Emily Klopp staying aggressive on the glass, pulls Mohawk to within four. So Seneca East with the basketball, right to left, leading it eight to four. Under five minutes to play in this first quarter. Bowes dribbles at the left wing into Cook. Up high, Depanet, quick release on the three and drains it. Wow, what a start for McKenna Depanet. Oh my goodness. 11 to four, Seneca East. Right back to the Mohawk Warriors. 
Working it in the lane, a shot, Cleveland off the heel, rebound, Cook. The Intens leading rebounder gets the board. Senegese ball into the front court, down low to Bowes. Working in the interior, out to Depanet, another three. This one's too strong, and Miller with the rebound for the Mohawk Warriors, Mia Miller. She's a strong rebounder in her own right, averaging eight boards per contest. So Mohawk with the ball, trailing it 11 to four. At the right arc, it's Klopp going against Bowes. That's an intriguing matchup, but Bowes with a shot block. Right back for Sinekees, Depanet. Right to left in the lane, throws it up, gets contact, and ready to go to the line. And right now, the Mohawk Warriors have to really compose themselves because Senegese is taking it hard against them. As we're going to get a 30-second timeout called by Mohawk with 3.50 on the first quarter clock on our first National Bank of Sycamore scoreboard. It's 11-4. Seneca East leading Mohawk. Mohawk got that first score with Emily Klopp, and then uh, that just sort of woke up McKenna Depanet, who... Uh, just uh, caught fire on the other end, but she's done that a number of times this season. So certainly if you are a team preparing for Seneca East, she's the first one that you have to look at as far as scoring, trying to contain her. But all five starters, they're seniors as we've noted before, with Depanet and Maya Usley, Kirsten Cook, Brooke Bordner, Amelia Bells. Bordner in her first season as the starting point guard for this team after the graduation of Jessica Bowerman, two-time N10 MVP. Border note, Bordner noted that uh, certainly has been a transition being a point guard, seeing the whole court, but uh, she's settled in well this season as Depanet at the free throw line. He makes that first one and makes the score 12 to four. And second free throw, that's good as well, 13 to four. All right, so Mohawk with the ball. Down by nine into the front court. Hamilton has to work against the reaching hands. And a shot for three. Sheets knocks it down. So Bailey Sheets, if she can get that confidence going, that's going to be big for Mohawk in this game tonight. Some games she has big shooting nights, and some other games not so much. But that's a good start there for Bailey. Sinekees working it around the perimeter, goes inside the cook. Oh, falls down, gets it out to Bordner for three. Off the backboard and rim, rebound Hamilton. The Mohawk ball trying to get closer, trailing it by six points in this first quarter with three. 12 to go, and in the lane, Hamilton gets the call in her favor. It's against McKenna Depanet. Her first personal, second team foul for Seneca East. Ludoli Hamilton to the free throw line. Where it has been an adventure this season. Well, the first one off the front of them, no good. They're shooting it at uh, 45% from the line. And what's very important is she doesn't let that get into her head. Just get right back in there and shoot that next one. Gets into that low stance, a couple of dribbles, lets it fly. Second one off the bark, but there's an offensive rebound for Klopp. And then the pass goes right to the Seneca East bench. So that is a turnover back to Seneca East. Tigers with the ball, leading it 13-7 with 3.02 to go. First quarter, high left side, Usley to the left corner. To Depanet, picked off by Cleveland, and then lost it right back to Depanet. Seneca East with possession. 
Loosely high right side into the lane. Bow shot. No good. Rebound. Cleveland moving left to right. Reaching forward from behind is Bordner. But Cleveland falls down, tries to tap it to her teammate Sheets. It does. And then a tie-up ensues. And with the possession arrow, it's Siddiqui's ball. Well, that's clearly something that the Warriors have to watch out for, the reaching hands from behind when there are the ball handlers. That's what they do, the Siddiqui's Tigers. Tigers with the ball, leading it 13-7. to 2.39 to go, first quarter. Bordner to the top to Usley. At the left arc to Cook, to the left point to Depanet. Right back up to Usley, given plenty of room here. Goes down to dribble to get a little bit closer to the arc. Jump pass out, left point to Depanet. Inside to Cook, back to the basket. Good ball movement, picked off there, Hamilton. They're trying to get it to Bordner. Hamilton taking it right at Usley. And Usley with good defense, able to collect the ball for Syndicate. Right to left comes Bordner. Pass out to the right side, alone for the three. Depanet. Oh, you know what happens there when she is open. McKenna Depanet. Putting on a clinic. All 16 points for Syndicate scored by Depanet. 16 to 7 is the Syndicate lead. Mohawk with the ball. The Warriors shovel it out to Kennedy Cleveland to the right corner to Hamilton, working against Cook. Uses the pivot foot, gets it right back to Cleveland, pulls it back out. And Cleveland with a low dribble on Newsley, crosses over to the left hand, back to the right hand. Around the screen by Klopp, a strong win, but then loses the ball, reaching in for Cook, but then getting it back. Hamilton, but the ball heading out of bounds, but it's saved by Klopp for the Mohawk Warriors. Gets it right back up to Sheets. They try to reorganize the offense with Bailey Sheets, trailing it 16-7. With 107 remaining in the first quarter for the Mohawk Warriors. They really use a hoop on this trip to try to get a little bit of momentum back. And they did score the first hoop with Klopp. But after that, mostly it's been Depanet for Seneca East. Coming the other direction. Into Klopp. Shot of the lane is cool. And it was a nice pass from Jolie Hamilton. So 16 to nine is the score. Losing it there to Hamilton. It's right back. Come the Mohawk Warriors. Within seven points with 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Cleveland for three left side, swishes it home. How about this? They're within four with 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. Brooke Bordner, the point guard, looking like she wants to hold it for a final shot down to 10 seconds in the first quarter. Left side to Usley, down to the corner, Depanet, to the wing. The shot, Bowes, no good. Rebound for the Mohawk Warriors, and Sheets just holds on to the ball wisely. So after the start that Depanet had, Mohawk pleased to be down, only four. So at the end of one on our first National Bank of Sycamore scoreboard, it is Syndicate 16, Mohawk 12. We'll be back for the start of the second quarter. Glad you're with us for this Division Four Girls High School Basketball District Semifinal on Magic 95.9. Meet Todd. Hey. Todd is an ordinary guy who doesn't worry about much these days. No matter what, he's cool and confident. So what's his secret? Ever since Todd visited BeforeYouBet.org to learn about responsible gambling tips, everything's been going his way. Now, Todd knows all the right moves, like setting limits on how much he bets. So visit BeforeYouBet.org and start living the calm and cool life, like Todd. Brought to you by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. 
Are you interested in a mortgage loan? Hello, I am Kathy Swartz, Mortgage Loan Officer with First National Bank of Sycamore. We would love the opportunity to work with you on creating a home loan that will best fit your needs. We pride ourselves on making the purchase or refinance of your home a pleasant, efficient, and seamless experience. We make local decisions and will be here to help you through the entire process from start to finish. First National Bank of Sycamore has locations in Sycamore, Tiffin, New Rigo, and McCutcheonville to serve you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The Matthew Chevrolet High School Game of the Week. Girls High School Tournament Basketball, Magic 95-9 from Willard. Mohawk Warriors trail it 16-12, starting the second quarter. And tell that, a three from Bailey Sheets, knocking down another as Mohawk is within one. As Depanets slithers through and called for a travel. It really seems that a big key is containing McKenna Depanet in this contest. So here we go, Mohawk Warriors with the ball. As they shove it over to Chevalier and AJ pulls it back with the dribble. Against the double team, passes to the high right side, two sheets. Just pass to Cleveland. Back to the right side. She's wants another three. This one's offline. Offensive rebound. Chevalier as Mohawk keeps possession. Bordner falls down for Sydney East. We get three. Oh, that one blocked by Bowes. Ball down low. Wrestling match for it. Whistle. And a foul on Mia Miller for the Mohawk Warriors. Seneca East with the basketball. Vivi Kaiser out there for the Tigers. See if they get her the ball on the block. They go loosely for three, and that one off the backboard. And then out of bounds on a rebound attempt for Kaiser. Right back to the Mohawk Warriors, trailing by one. Jolie Hamilton coming back into the game, it appears, for Mohawk. And Kirsten Cook coming on for Seneca East. So Klopp goes out for the Warriors. Kaiser goes out for the Tigers. 6.50 on the second quarter clock. It's Mohawk with the basketball trailing at 16 to 15. In the early moments of this second quarter, 6.43 on the second quarter clock in the backcourt sheets to the top to Hamilton. Driving in, bounce pass to Chevalier, pull up from the block, too strong. Ball's loose, winds up with Depanet. Here we go, the other direction, right to left. McKenna all the way, off the glass, no. Falls down, no call. Mia Miller with the rebound for Mohawk, gives it to Bailey Sheets. And Sheets walking up with the dribble, met defensively by Bordner to the top. Cleveland, Depanet gambles, falls down, advantage for Mohawk down low, into Miller, puts it up, down on the glass, off the left block, and she's fouled, and she's fired up as the Mohawk Warriors have taken their first lead of the game. So Kirsten Cook. The senior picking up the personal, and Miller at the line trying to add to it is now a one-point lead. That one's too strong, and here's Cook high for the rebound for Seneca East. Warriors not giving her any room, but she's able to find the point guard, Bordner. The Seneca East Tigers, for the first time tonight, have a possession trailing in the game. And the Cook, they go. Little wrestling match for the ball. Shovels it in to Bordner in the lane. And then pulls back with the dribble fold around by Cleveland. They give her a little bit of room out there. Left side to Usley. And back to the top to Depanet. She was so hot early in this game. Oh, and there's picked up by Hamilton. 
Here we go, left to right, challenging Depanet. Oh, and then she puts the hand in there and she called for the foul. And as she looked over at the official, complaining about the call. So McKenna Depanet called for the personal. Now that's a veteran official in Maryland DeWalt. She's not quick to call text there. So she allows a little bit of leeway. But at some point you may have to watch it as Hamilton misses on the free throw. As Emily Klopp comes back into the game for Mohawk, replacing A.J. Chevalier. Hamilton, one more free throw, trying to add to a one-point lead for the Mohawk Warriors. And she nails it. 18-16, Mohawk leads with 5.38 to go in the second quarter. Bordner to the right point. They work it to Kagey, Caroline Kagey in there. Oh, and another steal for Hamilton! And it protects the dribble. And we get a travel violation call. Before she was able to get off the pass. So Coach Hannum, he's shaking his head, but the, the official Kurt Leber said that was a travel. So it is right back for the City East Tigers. Trailing it's 18 to 16. Go to the right side. Bow shot from the baseline. No good. Miller down low for the rebound for the Warriors. Mohawk ball, left to right. Bailey Sheets bringing it up for the Warriors, met defensively by Bordner. Brooke Bordner, she's been a strong defender for a long time. A little body contact right there, no call, letting him play through that. Hamilton has it at the top of the key. Drifts over to the right side, guarded by Kagey. Crosses over to the left hand. He cautious, puts up with the left hand, too strong, goes for the offensive rebound, whistle. Oh, it looks like an offensive foul called on Emily Klopp. For the Mohawk Warriors. So first personal on Klopp. Three team fouls on the Mohawk Warriors. Senegis with the balls. Tra still trailing at 18 to 16 with 440 to go in the second quarter. Usley working inside Bowes right block. And the pass a bit low for Cook, who's able to get on the floor and get it out the border. Excellent effort for Cook. On left side to Bowes, working on Miller at the high left side to Bordner at the foul line extended, works into the lane. His contact throws up a shot, too strong, and the rebound taken out there for Hamilton. Whistle! Oh, and it's a foul on Brooke Bordner for Seneca East. Second personal on Bordner. Five team fouls on the Tigers. Mohawk with the ball, leading at 18 to 16 before 11 to go until halftime. Bailey sheets into the front court to the left side to Miller, looking into Klopp. He receives it, working against Bowes, turn around, too strong. And the rebound cleared out there by Cook for Sinegese, gets it out to Bordner. And Brooke bringing it up right to left for the Tigers. Trying to tie the score or maybe take the lead if they go for three. A deep three for Bordner. In and out. Rebound. Klopp skies for that board. He takes it away from Cook. The Mohawk Warriors with the ball. Settling down here is Bailey Sheets walking it up with the dribble. But Bordner is close by. Comes up defensively. Warriors leading it by two. Three and a half remaining until halftime. Kennedy Cleveland with it to the right point. Two Sheets. Sound of dribble, ball heading out of bounds. Was it poked out by Bordner? It was. Stays with Mohawk. Sheets was very confident of that. She uh, was not even trying to go after the ball. 
So McKenna Depanette is back out there for Seneca East. As Caroline Kagey returns to the Tiger bench. So Coach Hannum is being directed to get back to his coach's box. And he's like, hey, well, what about Coach Vogt over there? I think he's getting out of his box a little bit. <laughs> a little bit of gamesmanship here court size. So it's right back to the Mohawk Warriors leading at 18 to 16, 310 to go in this second quarter. Ball knocked out of bounds by Bordner stays with the Mohawk Warriors. So Sheets on a baseline inbound. Trying to find somebody to get free into Miller and then knocked out of bounds by Bordner. So stays with Mohawk. And one thing that we should notice, yeah, there is definitely some physicality going on in this game. And they're just playing through it. So an inbound Sheets gets it down low to Cleveland. Throws a block from behind by both, but Cleveland gets the ball back for Mohawk. As we head toward the three-minute mark of the second quarter, as Mohawk leads it 18 to 16. Klopp to the right side, Hamilton off a ball fake, shoots it up at the right baseline, no. Klopp down low, puts it up too strong, and then she knocks it out of bounds off her right hand at the baseline. So back to Seneca East. One thing you do see for the Mohawk Warriors, they appear to be relaxed now. They're right in this ball game. They were getting blown out early, but uh, no more as they lead it here. But on defense, Seneca East with a ball. Cook to the left corner to Usley, right back to the Cooks. That's up a three. Too strong. Weak side rebound. Hamilton back for Mohawk. Hamilton bringing it up herself left to right, leading it 18 to 16 with 2.27 to go in the second quarter of this district semifinal in Willard. Oh, and the pass picked off by Bordner. Hamilton's pass just right at her. Bordner taking it right at Klopp. There's contact. And it's a foul on Emily Klopp. Brooke Bordner going free throw line to shoot a pair with an opportunity to tie the score. Second personal on club. So go Tandem, not going to waste any time. He's going to replace her with AJ Chevalier. But first free throw obviously will be allowed for Bordner, and she knocks that one in. And Chevalier comes onto the floor. You gotta save club. So she might very well be out for the rest of this first half. We'll see. The second free throw for Bordner to tie the score, and she does so for Seneca East. All deadlocked at 18. In this district semifinal, Mohawk with the ball. With 2.11 to go until halftime. Hamilton has it. Moves it across the timeline. A little more pressure on this trip. A three. Sheets. Front of the rim. No. Rebound. Cook. But then loses it and gets it back to Bordner for Senegal's Tiger Bowl. Right to left to the right side for Depanette, who has been really quiet in the second quarter. After scoring 16 in the first, Bowes turn around, left block too strong. And Hamilton boards for Mohawk with 1.42 to go until the break. See if the Warriors continue to be aggressive. Hamilton stops her dribble at the high right side into Miller. Bounce pass down low, picked off there by Bowes. Whistle! And that may be a foul, yes, on Mia Miller. A push is called against Miller. Her second personal. Yeah, didn't we mention that in our Regina Vail Realty Keys of the game? Got to watch the foul trouble. That's one thing that could really do in the Warriors if that happens. And they've had games like that. 
Score tied at 18. Zidigis with the ball. Inside, Bowes with a turnaround. No good. Rebound, Chevalier. Back to Mohawk. Score still tied at 18. With 107 remaining until halftime. Hamilton into the front court, working against Depanet. Well, she is a scary defender sometimes. Go to right arc. Jumper too strong for Bailey Sheets. Off the heel. Rebound taken for Kirsten Cook. Back for the Zidigis. Tigers. She gets it to the point guard, Bordner. Brooke walking it up with the dribble. Chest pass to the right side to Depanet. Uh-oh, she threw it into the backcourt to Bordner. She tracks it down, but that's an over and back violation. A rare error there for the veterans of the East Tigers. And we see that they're trying to uh, work things out there. Yeah, they're communicating with each other. Mohawk ball inbound right in front of the Syracuse bench. Bailey Sheets to the top to Jolie Hamilton. 40 seconds remaining until the break. A shot from the right sideline. No good. And the ball's loose in. It's taken by Depanet. One-on-one against Cleveland. And she breaks it all away for the layup. Points. Breaks the deadlock. It's 20 to 18. Senegies right back for Mohawk. Until halftime. Right side to Hamilton. Heads towards the baseline. To the top to Sheets. And up to Cleveland. One to three. Too strong. The rebound for Chevalier. Ten seconds remaining until halftime. Back up to Cleveland. Down by two. Six seconds. Just shoves up a long three off the backboard. And a rebound cook. And then just flings it the other way. And that'll do it for two quarters of play in this district semifinal. Senegese Tigers take in a two-point lead. Well, this game is as ever competitive as many had anticipated coming into it. And it's going to be decided at some point in the second half. So we'll take the break. Get you ready for our Reed Insurance Agency halftime show at the half on our first National Bank of Sycamore scoreboard. It is Seneca East 20, Mohawk 18. So glad you're with us for this Division Four Girls High School Basketball District Semifinal from Willard on Magic 95. My Usley, Brooke Bordner, McKenna Depanet, Kirsten Cook, and Amelia Bowes. So here we go. Third quarter time. Senegese with the ball, working the ball around the horn down low, and the Bowes trying to take it right at Klopp. Left-hander, no good, but a follow. Cook, she can't get it. And it's right back for Hamilton and the Mohawk Warriors right to left. Trailing by two in this first minute of the third quarter as Cleveland has it at the right arc to Klopp. Left side to Sheets. Looking on, Bordner. Sheets back to the basket. Breaks loose. Up off the glass. No good. Offensive rebound. Klopp down low. Hamilton layup is in. Excellent front court play for the Mohawk Warriors to tie the score at 20. Still first minute of this third quarter. Zinegese Tigers see if someone is able to help Depanet with the scoring. She has 18 of the 20 points for the Tigers. And she has the ball on the high right side to three. In and out. And a rebound club for Mohawk. Oh, if you're the Warriors, you get so nervous any time that the ball is released from the hand of McKenna Depanet. But here we get a steal here. Usley almost in the whistle. And yep, going to be a Mohawk foul after she got in there. So Kennedy Cleveland picking up her first personal and the first foul for anybody 
In the second half of play, it goes to a Mohawk Warrior. So Seneca with the ball left to right with the score tied at 20. We noted Depanet uh, with 18 of the 20 points. The other two points from Brooke Bordner from the free throw line. Depanet inside. The cook, the pass off the right hand, a border and out of bounds right at the Seneca East bench. Well, here we go, back to the Mohawk Warriors. Sideline, inbound to Hamilton in the backcourt. Crossing over against Usley, protects the dribble nicely into the front court, working the angle, backing her way in. Goes all the way with the right hand scoop, and it's in! She did some Charles Barkley-type play on that one. She just kept on coming in. Mohawk with the two-point lead. And a steal for Bailey Sheets. That's a track meet against Bordner. And Sheets wins. And Mohawk with the largest lead of the game, leading it 24-20. to 20. And Senegese wants a timeout, understandably. It's a 30-second timeout with 5.54 to go in the third quarter on our first National Bank of Sycamore scoreboard 24 to 20 Mohawk with the lead on Seneca East. What a story we've got going here. You know, in some ways you got to learn from previous games. And you think about McKenna Depanet scoring the 16 points in that first quarter. There was a game in January in which Mohawk played Winford and they gave up five threes to guard Reese McGuire in that game. And Coach Hannum said, oh, we got to do something about this. This is crazy. So they adjusted on McGuire, and Mohawk ultimately won that game by three points. So here we are in this situation where they've adjusted to Depanet. And now Seneca East perhaps needs to find somebody else to help her with the scoring. Now the timeout hit his boarder on the right side. Oh, a little shaky there with the handles that time. Again, Sheets. They go to the free throw line. The cook out to Depanet. She wants more points. Drives it with the right hand, and she draws the contact. Oh, McKenna Depanet ready to go to the free throw line, and the foul is on Emily Klopp. So that is her third personal. So Depanet at the line. Hits the first free throw. Although they're running into some difficulties in this game, one of the things that she told us that she's got to do is stay positive for the team, even when they're going tough moments. She makes both free throws, pulls her team to within two. Mohawk with the ball, leading at 24 to 22, 527, remaining in the third quarter of this district semifinal. And Depanet falls down off a hard screen from Cleveland. And Hamilton to right side, sheets for three. Wide on! Sheets going off out here, hitting the three. Mohawk leads it 27 to 22. Bordner pass down low to the baseline to Bose in the cook. Out to Oosley, extra pass side. Bordner's three. That's in and out. Rebound Cleveland protects it nicely against Bordner. As Mohawk with the ball, right to left, leading it by five all the way. Having to block by Bose and back the other direction for the Senegalese Tigers. Depanet all the way with the right hand, puts it in, and it's fouled. Bailey, she puts her hands up like, what? I, she doesn't believe she committed that foul. But it was called nonetheless as Depanet goes to the line to try to complete a three-point play. A.J. Chevalier on for the Mohawk Warriors to replace Emily Klopp. 
Depanet going for her 23rd point, and she's got it at the line. What an impressive performance. Pulls Seneca East to within two. 27 to 25 is the score. Mohawk with the lead in ball. She's all oh, just picked off on the dribble there, Depanet. Right to Bordner and the lane whistle and a foul. Reach in on Jolie Hamilton, who puts her hand over her mouth. She's trying to keep her cool. She does not agree with the call based on that reaction. That's the first personal on Hamilton. Four team fouls on Mohawk. None. Against Seneca East in the second half. A turnaround in the lane. No good for Bowes. Town low cook whistle. And a. Goes the other direction. Mohawk is possession of the ball. Warriors with it leading 27 to 25. Hamilton across the timeline. To the right side. Out to Miller. Oh, and Epinep gets in there, tries to get another steal, but falls down. And it's stolen right back by Hamilton. And in a reach in, it's against Depanet. And she just drops her head. So McKenna Depanet, her third personal. First foul called against the Tigers in the second half. So Mohawk with the basketball, leading it 27 to 25. Hamilton almost lost it. Reach it. Oh, no. That's a reach in on McKenna Depanet. That's her fourth foul. She is absolutely stunned. She just takes a deep breath, eyes wide open. She has to go to the bench. And Seneca East will likely have to go a significant stretch without their leading score. Caroline Kagey is on. Mohawk ball, oh, and over and back. So the pass, they th thought that one foot could be uh, over on the catch and the ball not go over, but uh, yeah, the call was decisive. And Miller did not complain about it. And now she goes back to the bench, replaced by Josie Granada, making her first appearance in this district semifinal for the Mohawk Warriors. Syndicates with the ball, trailing at 27 to 25, as the Tigers have to go without Depanet, at least for a while. With her four personals, she's on the Tiger bench. Kegi is out there. Bordner to the top to Cook to the left side, Usley. And in this game, the Tigers have really been struggling offensively for the exception of Depanet. Right side, Kegi brings it into the lane, throws it up off the glass. No good. Rebound, Klopp protects it against the reach. Cook, oh, and then the elbow right into the face of Cook. And then Cook claps her hands right in the face of, De of Klopp. Oh, my goodness. Things are getting wild out here. And the officials trying to assert control. I don't think the elbow was intentional, but it did strike Kirsten Cook in the face, and Cook fell down hard on that contact. So trying to sort this out, 
Kirsten Cook will be allowed to shoot the ball all by herself here. And the officials, I think, are going to have a little huddle here. So Kurt Lepper was over there talking to the scores desk, so now he uh, has a little meeting with Marilyn DeWalt and with Terry Bogard. These are three excellent veteran officials who just want to get it right. So both teams now over at their respective benches. Again, if you're just joining us, Mohawk has a 27-25 lead. McKenna Depanet of Seneca East picked up four fouls. So she's on the bench. But then we had the technical there uh, with the foul, the elbow with Emily Klopp to the face of Kirsten Cook. So <laughs> trying to just sort all of this out. So we'll take a short break here at 3.06 to go in the third quarter on our first National Bank of Sycamore scoreboard, 27 to 25. Mohawk leads Seneca East. This is the Division Four Girls High School Basketball District Semifinal on Magic at 95 time. Come discover the possibilities. Regina Bent Realty. It's the name you trust is where your local team. Regina Bent Realty. For buying, selling, and more. We got more Check us out, Regina Stretch your dollar with 11% off everything at Menards. Save big money on your next project right now. Update your floors with Great Lakes Flooring. Great Lakes Vinyl Plank Flooring is durable for high traffic areas. Plus, it's waterproof and easily clicks together. Right now, all Great Lakes Flooring is 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through February 26th. Savings are a mail and rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association. All right, as we bring you back to live play, while you were gone, there were two free throws that were shot by Kirsten Cook for Seneca East. She made them both. She was all by herself, and then they just called a 30-second timeout. So uh, here we go. Both of the uh, teams are back to their respective areas and uh, yeah at this point a big part of the coaching is you got to make sure that the players are able to control their emotions here because things are really picking up with the intensity and Seneca East clearly the adversity without McKenna Depanet playing right now with four personals so here we go, Seneca East with the ball, score tied at 27 after the Kirsten Cook free throws. And the lane shot blocked by Miller, and they're ripping at it are the Warriors. And it looks like we're going to get a tie-up, and that means it's Seneca East ball with the possession arrow. Heck of a block right there for Mia Miller, nonetheless, for the Mohawk Warriors. So Brooke Bordner to inbound the ball for the baseline for Seneca East. Two bows to the right block, out to the right corner for Bordner. To left side, uh-oh, ball over and back, throwing it away, trying to get it to Kagey. And I really don't think that was Kagey's fault that time. I know that uh, Bordner is the experienced player there, but uh, that pass appeared to be off that time. So Mohawk with the ball. 
in the front court. Score tied at 27, 249 to go in the third. And Hamilton goes right around the fitter, blocked by Bowles and out of bounds. So Amelia Bowes, yeah, she averages three blocks per game. She's second in the intent only to Emily Klopp, who's sitting on the bench right now for the Mohawk Warriors. Score tied at 27 with 2.39 to go in the third. Sheets out to the left side. Cleveland fakes on the three, heads inside, throws up a shot left arc, front of the rim, no. And the rebound, Kagi for Seneca East. Protects it against Hamilton. Oh, and Hamilton's got to be careful with that. Reaching in, trying to get the ball. Sometimes you just have to settle back defensively. They feed it in to Bowes from the block, turn around, and hits it over Miller. That's a good shot there for Amelia Bowes. And believe it or not, that is her first score of this game. Comes at two minutes, 10 seconds to go in the third quarter. Right back to Mohawk, trailing by two, whistle. And uh, is either a foul or stepping out of bounds. Looks like a foul on Brooke Bordner. A blocking foul for Senegese Tiger point guard. That is her third personal. So inbounds for Sheets for Mohawk. Trailing it by two to the top. Granada for three. Off the backboard, no. Rebound, Cook, back to Seneca East. Bringing it up, Brooke Bordner, left to right, to the left side to Usley. Down low to Bowes. On in, almost lost the handle of it. We got it to Usley for Seneca East with 1.45 remaining in the third and leading it 29 to 27. Cook inside, out to the right side. Kegi guarded by Hamilton, again reaching in. And Bordner into Cook. Couple of dribbles out to Usley for three. Drains it! Maya Usley stepping up with a big shot for the Tigers. 32 to 27, Seneca East. Well, they needed somebody else to get some scoring going. And then a bumping foul for Bordner. That's big because that is her fourth. So you've got two starting guards for Seneca East with four personals, Brooke Bordner and McKenna Depanet. So Bordner comes out of the game. The 5'4 junior Haley Steinmetz is on for the Tigers. Mohawk with the ball, trailing it 32 to 27. Hamilton with it at the right side. Fires it into Miller. Oh, good deflection there by Bowles. And then the foul called against the Mohawk. On Kennedy Cleveland. So Kendall Bailey is on the senior for the Mohawk Warriors, replacing Josie Granata. So it's back for Seneca East, leading at 32 to 27 as we come upon the final minute of the third quarter of this district semifinal. Oh, and then reaching in there. Bailey Sheets, yes, with the possession arrow, gives it back to the Mohawk Warriors. So Cleveland to inbound the ball, trailing it by five, one minute remaining in the third of this district semifinal in Willard. And Hamilton all the way, puts up the shot and she's fouled. A three-point play chance for Jolie Hamilton. So Amelia Bowes picking up the foul. She's so good at blocking shots, but that time got the arm. So Hamilton at the line. Free throw is up. 
It's gone. She pulls Mohawk to within two. 32 to 30 is the score. Seneca, score. Seneca East with the lead with 45 seconds remaining in the third. Tigers trying to keep the lead as best as they can with two of their starting guards on the bench with four fouls. And McKenna Depanet and Brooke Border. Maya Usley, she's a starting guard in her own right. She has the ball to her right side. Goes to Steinbitz. And they work it inside. Steinbitz trying to find Bowes. Turn around, right block, too strong. And the rebound taken by Cleveland. Dribbles out of traffic, finds Hamilton. Bringing it up here with 16 seconds remaining in the third. Perhaps we'll hold for a final shot of the third quarter. Hamilton working against Kaiser, falls down, but gets it out to Miller. Needs some help. Holden throws it away. One second left. And then the fling the other direction does not go for Livy Kaiser. But it's a two-point game as we head to the fourth quarter. Wow, what a job both of these teams are doing. And we wouldn't want it any other way. So on our first National Bank of Sycamore scoreboard, it is Seneca East 32, Mohawk 30. We'll be back for the start of the fourth quarter for this Division IV Girls High School Basketball District Semifinal on Magic 95.9. The Matthew Chevrolet High School Game of the Week. A complete detailed scouting report from an expert can be the key to victory. That's just what great independent insurance agents deliver. They scout insurance companies for you and recommend winners like Range. I'm Dan Reed of the Reed Insurance Agency in Upper Sandusky. Our fast claim service delivers league-leading coverage. Call Reed Insurance at 419-294-4890 or visit our website at reedinsuranceagency.com. Products not available in all states. The Matthew Chevrolet High School Game of the Week. Girls High School Tournament Basketball, Magic 95-9 is the fourth quarter. And Seneca East has a 32-30 lead on Mohawk. Tigers with the ball this fourth quarter of this Division IV Girls District Semifinal. And in is Haley Steinmetz as we get a kickball for Mohawk. In at this critical juncture because two of the starting guards for Seneca East with four fouls. So Coach Vogt is trying to buy as much time as he possibly can before bringing any one of them back into the ball cave. So Kirsten Cook has it the high left side for the Tigers to the top two Steinbeds. Right side to Usley. Back up to Cook. They're in some time-killing mode here. This is understandable, but it is a tight game. Got to watch for any mistakes and also got to watch for the closely guarded rule. The Sheets comes up defensively and now it is Kendall Bailey up on Cook. Is down the dribble. Cook stops the dribble right at the top. Needs some help. Gets it over to Kaiser and back to Cook. 32 to 30 is the lead for Sittigese with the ball just a minute into this fourth quarter. And they certainly will have no problem 
trying to work down some clock here if the Warriors allow him to do it. But yes, when you play it this way, uh, certainly uh, there are some opportunities that could be missed. But yes, some reserves are out there, so that might be the best strategy at this point as they're working it around the perimeter again. Now they feed it into Bowes, right block, a turnaround in the lane, and she's fouled. Amelia Bowes ready to go to the free throw line. So Kennedy Cleveland picking up her third personal. So we have 17 fouls for Mohawk in the second half. So Bowes at the free throw line. And the first one rolls around and down. Good shot for Amelia. Interestingly enough, her free throw shooting's gone down this season. It's 55%. The last season, she was at 73%. And here we go. Second free throw for a two-possession game. That's in and out. Rebound Miller for Mohawk, but then it heads into the backcourt, and it's taken by Maya Usley. So Seneca's with it, leading it 33-30 to with 6.15 to go in the fourth. Keggy at the high right side, guarded by Sheets, down low to Usley. Picked up by Miller in the bows, around in the lane, and she's got it with the left hand. And it's a two possession lead for Seneca East. 35 to 30. Mohawk with the ball. Bailey Sheets all the way, shot blocked by Bows. Usley comes the other way, reach in foul for Mohawk. It's on Kendall Bailey. So one and one time here for Seneca East. And Emily Klopp, no surprise, she has to come back out here for Mohawk replacing Bailey. Emily Klopp has those four fouls, but Mohawk giving up some significant size and advantage to Bose. The free throw, no good, and there's Klopp getting the rebound, reaching in there, Cook trying to get to it. But Mohawk's able to recover it with Hamilton into the front court, trailing it 35-30. And it off, Cleveland shot right, baseline too strong. There's Klopp, throws it up, no good. Cook in there, and then ripped away by Kagey. And then Kennedy, Cleveland gets in there, trying to get her hands on it. And what's the call? They call the foul on Cleveland. Wow. So Kennedy, Cleveland has just fouled out, I do believe. Oh, guess not. So those are fourth. Well, that's fortunate for Cleveland, but uh, down to one last one as we uh, the one and one free throw situation. No good, but an offensive rebound. Cook, Sinekees keeps possession, leading it 35 to 30. Well, that's the value of having the intense top rebounder, Kirsten Cook, able to get in there, get that position, and get the ball back for the Tigers. But she's up high, a little bit out of her element there, getting it to Kaiser, reaching in her sheets. Uh-oh, and clop on the floor for the ball. Tie up. Moha gets it with the possession arrow. And now Coach Vogt goes back to his two starting guards, McKenna Depanet and Brooke Bordner. As Livy Kaiser... Goes out of the game, as does Caroline Kagey. They did their job. We'll see if the senior starters can stay in there. Oh, we get a seal for Usley. And then a reach in. And there it is on Kennedy Cleveland. So that is her fifth foul. So she has fouled out of the game. 
So now it's up to her teammates to make sure that this is not her last game of her high school career. So looks like uh, going with A.J. Chevalier to replace Cleveland, who's done for the night. She scored three on one shot. Now officials uh, having a little discussion. And Coach Hannum, yeah, he's uh, protesting something with the officials. I'm not quite sure. If they wanted to double check, perhaps that they had the right number of fouls. Well, after all that, here we are. Maya Usli at the line for Sitikis. Oh, the first free throw off the front of the rim for Maya. Five foot six senior. It's her first season as a starter. She was a top scorer off the bench in the N10 one season ago. Second free throw does not go either. Mohawk with the ball, trailing by five, and five minutes to go in the fourth. Plenty of time in this district semifinal. Here we go up with Sheets, drives in, loses the handle on the lane, out of bounds, off of Miller, right back for Siddiquis. So Cleveland is able to come in, just so they were able to check that, so Cleveland on the floor for Mohawk. How about that? So Mia Miller comes out of the game. See what Cleveland's able to do for the Warriors on defense. So McKenna Devinet at the high right side to the top of Usley. Back to the basket. Inside, Bowes, a pump, a fire, no good. Klopp with a rebound. And a reach-in foul against Senegese. So they called it on Brooke Bordner. So that's it. So, uh, well, she's still out there playing. I'm not sure. <laughs> on the board, they had her already at four. Interesting. Okay, so uh, Play resumes here with Mohawk off the left hand. No good for Cleveland. But Miller gets to the offensive rebound. Out to Hamilton. Whistle. Ooh, and it looks like a foul called on McKenna Depanet. Or no, it's on Kirsten Cook. Kirsten Cook for St. So that's the third personal on Cook. Here we go at the line, Hamilton. Free throw does not go, but there's off at the rebound. Klopp falls on the floor, trying to get to the ball, and another tie-up situation. So possession error goes to Seneca East this time. Seneca East with the ball. The Seneca East Tigers trying to get back to the district final. They've been thinking about Buckeye Central. 
for a while last year. That was the matchup in this district final, and Buckeye Central won it. Zinegis wants to get some revenge, but they got to get through the Warriors here. That low yeah. whistle. Here we get a three-second call against Amelia Bowles for Zinegis. Camping in the lane. And that was something that Coach Hannum was uh, getting in the official's ear about. So apparently they, uh, let's see here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were going to the line. But I was like, wait a minute, not for that. So Mohawk with the basketball. <laughs> yeah, some thought a foul was called, a whistle. Oh, and a foul. Emily Klopp, she's just fouled out for Mohawk. A blocking foul. Oh, gosh, that is tough for Mohawk. Definitely with the size disadvantage. Well, the intense tallest player, Emily Klopp, six foot three. She just fouled out. The second tallest player in the N10, Amelia Bowes. She's still out there for the other teams in the East. Here we go, 35-230. Seneca East with the ball and the lead. Out the high right side, Bordner to the arc to Cook, working it inside. Bo shot right block, she's got it. It's a seven-point lead for Seneca East. And they're just going to look to try to own it down low with no more clop for Mohawk. Can the Warriors find some answers on the perimeter? Because they're going to need that now. Trailing by seven, 37 to 30. With 3.22 to go in the fourth. A deep three, Cleveland. In and out. Rebound, Bows. Seneca's pull. And back to Brooke Bordner. Across the timeline, left side to Usley. Feeding in a Bows, and it looks like a foul. No, timeout. Full timeout, so we'll take the break as well. 3.06 to go in the fourth. Full timeout called by Seneca East on our first National Bank of Sycamore scoreboard. 37 to 30. Seneca East leads Mohawk. We'll take the break. Glad you're with us tonight for Division IV Girls High School Basketball District Semifinal. The Tigers trying to finish it out to get to the championship game of Magic 95-9. Meet Todd. Hey, Todd is an ordinary guy who doesn't worry about much these days. No matter what, he's cool and confident. So what's his secret? Ever since Todd visited BeforeYouBet.org to learn about responsible gambling tips, everything's been going his way. Now, Todd knows all the right moves, like setting limits on how much he bets. So visit BeforeYouBet.org and start living the calm and cool life, like Todd. Brought to you by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Family-owned, the Door Guys have been serving the Central Ohio area for 25 years. Our service technicians are factory trained and certified, and the Door Guys are a quality industry certified door supplier of choice. For quality, commercial, as well as residential overhead doors, contact the Door Guys at www.doorguys.com. If you want it done and done right, call the Door Guys. The Matthew Chevrolet High School Game of the Week. Zinegis with the ball, leading 37-30. to 30. Under three to play in the fourth quarter of this district semifinal. Looks like they're just going to try to pass it around. 
and force the Mohawk Warriors to come up there and place a pressure D to perhaps try to steal the ball or foul. And Depanette has it down. They don't want to foul her. Pass the left side to Bordner, to Cook, right back to Depanette. And these are the types of drills that the Senegalese Tigers work on just for these situations. They're very well tested. So many games that they've played in. They go to Usli on the left side. You think about it, for these seniors, they've lost to only two in 10 teams. As Bordner almost got tripped up there. One of those teams obviously being Buckeye Central as we get a foul. Yeah, that's pretty much what Mohawk has to do here. Jolie Hamilton committing the foul. Yeah, Buckeye Central, the two-time Minton champions, they've beaten Seneca East. The other school to beat Seneca East in these four years would be Cary with a game that was happened last year. Three-point win for the Blue Devils last year at home. So Mohawk, it's been a while since they've been able to beat Seneca East. It's been over five years. So we get a timeout here with 2.03 to go in the fourth. Yeah, it wasn't always this way. These are a couple of programs that used to be in the Midland Athletic League. And there was a time in which Mohawk had the advantage on Seneca East in this matchup. In fact, uh, back in 2012, the most recent time prior to tonight with Mohawk getting to a district semifinal, the school that Mohawk got through to get to that round was Seneca East. And in that game, the Mohawk Warriors won by 47 points. I mean, so it was a dominant performance, but that was a different time. Back during the uh, Josh Fortney era, that was when he was the uh, head coach for the Warriors. Been a few head coaches since that time. Right now, it is Bruce Hannum, who's worked so hard with this staff. It was Rodney Gilliland, Andy Hess, Dwayne Coldiron. Here we go at the free throw line. Brooke Bordner for Seneca East. Shot is up and it is through for Bordner. Second free throw. It's up. And that one was off the mark. No good. So it's an eight-point lead for Seneca East. 38-30. to Mohawk with the ball. Cleveland inside. Shots up. Does she get the call in her favor? She does, Kennedy Cleveland, ready to shoot a pair. Maya Usley picks up the personal for Seneca East. That is the first foul called on Maya in this game. Free throw Cleveland, the first one pops loose. She just pulls her head back, leans back. Hands on hips, she wants to get this second one. These are definitely pressure free throws, especially when you're tired, but she makes that second free throw. She pulls her team within seven. 38-31, 145 remaining in the fourth quarter reach in. Foul there, Jolie Hamilton. Only her second personal. So double bonus, Brooke Bordner to shoot a pair for the Tigers. 63% on the season is Brooke. Free throw that goes through. And one of the things that she said that it's important for 
her and her teammates have a fast start. They did, but Mohawk responded. And now Seneca East is doing some things. Two free throws, good for Bordner. 40 to 31. Is the Seneca East lead. Mohawk with the ball. 137 to go in the fourth. They can get some shots up. Just maybe turn around right side. Good for Bailey Sheets at the right block. Now the Mohawk Warriors need to do some pressure here within seven. As Brooke Bordner with her dribble, walking it across the line. It's Hamilton guarding here. And it's stolen by Hamilton. Can you believe it? Layup up. No good. Follow Cleveland. Yeah. Within five are the Warriors. 40 to 35. They got to get some more pressure defense. Bordner into the front court to reach in there. Called on Bailey Sheets. She thought it was clean. She hopped up there. At least I think she thought it was clean based on the reaction. Full timeout, Seneca East. Full timeout call by Seneca East, and we'll take it as well. 104 to go in the fourth. It's a good one here on our first National Bank of Sycamore scoreboard. 40 to 35. Seneca East leads Mohawk in this Division IV girls high school basketball district semifinal on Magic 95.9. Get monumental savings during the President's Day sales event at Matthews Hyundai in Marion. Take advantage of low payments on a new 2022 Hyundai Kona SE for only $179 a month. Always with Hyundai Assurance and America's best warranty. The 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Get monumental savings all month long. MatthewsHyundai.com. And we're open during construction. All factory rebates to dealer $36.99 due at signing. Offers cannot be combined. On approved credit. See dealer for details. Ends to 2822. I'm Dan Reed of the Reed Insurance Agency in Upper Sandusky, your local Grange independent agent with Grange Insurance. Buying insurance has never been easier. Get the personalized attention you expect and the choices you deserve with coverage tailor-made for your needs. See the difference an independent agent makes with the Reed Insurance Agency. Call us at 419-294-4890 to find out more. Policy and coverage not available in all states. The Matthew Chevrolet High School Game of the Week. All right, here we go. 40 to 35, Syracuse with the lead. Final minute of the fourth of the district semifinal. Bordner to pass ahead. Uh-oh, it's another turnover as Cleveland got her hands in there. Mohawk with a chance to get to within a possession. Down low, Hamilton, the pass almost picked up, but then knocked out of bounds. Naya diving, Brooke Bordner. 48 seconds to go. In the fourth, Mohawk with the ball, down by five. Bailey Sheets with the inbound of the baseline. Up high to Hamilton. Guarded by Depanev, left side. Sheets for three. Great time! Bailey Sheets pulls Mohawk to within two. Seneca East with the ball. 38 seconds to go in the fourth. And Bailey Sheets is fired up as she should be. What a huge shot. Perhaps the biggest of her career up to this point. But they still trail, but within two. Wow. Pressure clearly building for the Seneca East Tigers. Wow. This team, I mean, you think about the experience for some of these players. They have been through so many games. And true, we know that in their previous seasons, they did have Jessica Bowerman working as the point guard. And she had that type of leadership to be able to settle things down. But there are leaders on this Syracuse team as well, and they've got a surface right now. 
Mohawk wants the ball back. Trailing by two. A spot in the district final on the line. 38 seconds to go on the four. Senegese with the ball. 40-38 whistle, and they call a reach and foul. It's on Jolie Hamilton. And Hamilton just grits her teeth, then stares up at the ceiling and walks off. Perhaps the best she could do to make sure she didn't say anything, which is probably really smart. But these are pressure free throws here for Brooke Bordner. She does get two. Hits the first one. Wow. Solid shot right there for Brooke Portner. Puts her team up by three. So 35 seconds remaining. Mohawk with a 30-second timeout. You think about the Mohawk Warriors. Last season, five wins. The season before, four wins. This season, they're at 13. And who knows if they could come up with a miracle here. They'll be in the district final. So they do trail by three points. And Brooke Bordner, senior point guard, will have one more free throw at the line. She just made one. All right, they break the timeout. Maya Usli just gives Brooke Bordner a little tap on the back. Bordner stands at the line, right foot in front of the left. Low dribble, spins the ball in her hand, puts it up. Hits it. Two possession lead for Seneca East. Huge free throws for Bordner. Mohawk with the ball, trailing at 42 to 38. Who's going to step up here? Sheets all the way. Misses down low. Rebound, bow. Sinegi's bull gives it up to Bordner. And they don't have a lot of time to the Mohawk Warriors. At some point, they have to foul. They don't get the steal. Bordner pass deflected by Miller. And then the reach and foul against Mia Miller. Trying to get the ball right back. And guess who goes back to the free throw line? Brooke Bordner. Here we go, Bordner at the line, first free throw. Oh, wow, hits it again. Well, McKenna Depanet was the one to lead things off in this contest, but here down the stretch in winning time, it's Bordner, second free throw. Oh, the second one doesn't go. Five-point game, Mohawk with the ball with 12 seconds to go. Got it, he went up quickly, it would seem. Cleveland, he gets it out to the right side. Sheets, a long three off the side of the rim. Bows with the rebound. Three seconds remaining, and the Seneca East Tigers are gonna do it. A hard-fought contest, but Seneca East pulls it off. 